Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. You could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. And uh, apologies, I'm battling a little bit of a cold this week, a little sinus infection, so just a little stuffed up. But hey, it happens. It's professional show business. It's what you do, man. You just uh, battle through, and we'll do our best here to, to uh, present uh, some good golf information and content for your listening pleasure. Got a great show for you. Jaime Diaz, our good friend, is going to join us from Golf Channel and give us his take on this new Premier Golf League that's being talked about. Boy, this is an interesting story, Bob. We'll get into it. Plus, America's favorite caddy, Sean Toulon from Callaway and Odyssey, as well as Toulon Design, joins us. Uh, new triple track putters. I think they're a little polarizing. Some people love them. Some people hate them. But you've seen the triple track on the golf ball with the red and blue lines. They now have them on the putter. You line it all up. And, hey, I'll tell you what, uh, Sean will present some interesting and compelling statistics that might make you consider using both that ball and those putters. So we'll talk about all of that coming up as we continue here on this week's edition of Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Twitter handles at Real Golf. Instagram and Facebook is at Real Golf Radio. We'd love for you to join the conversation and uh, follow, give us a follow and be part of that. By the way, Bob, the uh, Grand January contest for the Maverick Drivers is officially yes. over today. Yes. That's all she wrote. So if you're not following us, uh, we would certainly still encourage you to do so. But if you are following us, the randomizer will be making the drawings, and we will announce it next week. The three winners of a new Maverick driver, you'll be contacted and announced on the show coming up next week right here on Real Golf Radio. So I'm looking forward to that. Congratulations to those who who win, and uh, appreciate everybody for entering and giving us a follow and uh, being with us on social media. So it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, this week it's also the greatest show on grass, the Phoenix Open, Waste Management Phoenix Open, TPC Scottsdale. And, boy, that is a a show unlike any other, Bob, Uh, not to take something away from the Masters, but it is unique in its own way for sure. That is absolutely true, especially with that that stadium around the 16th hole, you know, um, the, the, the levels keep getting higher and higher. I think it's two or three levels high now, and it's got a roof on it. It looks like a football stadium except there's a golf hole right in the middle of it. 
well, hey, you know what? That's uh, that's the way we like it. I, I think it's awesome. We'll talk about if it's good for golf, uh, and uh, I think the answer is pretty much unanimous that it is, but we'll weigh it. We'll talk about all that. Plus, what is this new golf league all about? Looking back last week at the big names and their finishes at Torrey Pines. We're just getting started. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. To be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting, Callaway can't stop pushing the limits. That's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new Maverick irons. AI has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every Maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set, while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Hey, Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. That's why they've created the new Maverick driver. Hey, new distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. And I told you all about my experience last week on the show. 
of hitting the new Maverick driver. It's unbelievable. I posted a bunch of it on social media, but you definitely, if you have not tried it, you got to get out there. The sound is so incredible. And the Sub-Zero, Bob, the ball flight, it just keeps it down where I like it because I just happen to hit moon balls most of the time. I know I'm a little spinning, a little too much wrist action going in there, but you know what? Uh, you get the right shaft combination along with that uh, new Sub-Zero head, and uh, it sounds great. Ball flies straighter, and uh, boy, just a great ball flight. Plenty of distance out there. I love what Callaway's doing. They're relentless pursuit of innovation and just is is awesome uh what they're doing check out maverick drivers at callawaygolf.com all right uh last week bob uh, before we uh, get into some of the other topics just just a mention of uh and jaime diaz is going to join us coming up as well we'll and talk about this new premier golf league that's being discussed which it's 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 disruptive for sure. And that's kind yes. of a buzz thing in technology. You want to be disruptive. Uh, a lot of technology coming out to change industries. Well, might this be something that changes the PGA tour? Uh, we'll talk to Jaime Diaz about that from golf channel coming up, but uh, I, I want to look back at last week, Bob, because uh, mm-hmm. you know, the big news going into Tory Pines was all the big names that were playing Tiger Woods, uh, the biggest, of course, his first tournament with an opportunity to, eclipse that number 82 number and uh, become the winningest golfer on the PGA Tour and get win number 83. Currently sitting on 82, tied with Sam Snead, most wins on the PGA Tour. There's a place he's won eight times, so there's a lot on the line. He could become, you know, the winningest player on any golf course. He could, uh, you know, number one, you know, winner uh, for, of all time on the PGA Tour. He also could uh, break a tie with Phil Mickelson with the most wins in the state of California. So there was a lot on the line for Tiger Woods. He ends up teaming nine what was your takeaway um from what you saw at a tiger last week um a couple of things uh i found it interesting that he was a little loose especially in what was it the second round when he four putted the first hole for a double bogey to start his round off and he and then he he still came through and played um a great round of golf that day um i liked what i saw with him off the tee that he was hitting a lot of fairways um, he wasn't trying to hit it as hard as he could hit it, but he was saying that he was just trying to hit a slap fade out there. And um, he had a lot of fairways, especially on difficult driving holes. So I was I was impressed by that. Um, I, I just think it, he continues as we look at him and we and and as I watch him swing the golf club, he does not look like he's he's having difficulty. It looks very smooth. And I think it's just a matter of time before he wins again quickly. So you're not, I mean, he got a tie a top 10, right? He t- ties for ninth. Yeah. It's his Tied first start of 2020. Coming off yep. of a lot that was going on from traveling to Japan to pick up win number 82 to mm-hmm. his hosting his own event in the Bahamas and then captaining and playing in the President's Cup. So there was a lot going on. He took a whole couple of weeks off. I mean, that's not exactly a lot of time to decompress. He took a couple of weeks off. And by the way, it was over the holidays. So Tiger comes back out here and he plays and he ties for ninth in his first attempt to break the tie with Sam Snead. I, I have to take away that it's a positive. I, I don't think you can go out and oh, say, I agree. you know, Tiger's won here eight times. He should have got it done. This was his best opportunity. And, and this was a real setback. Watching his final round on Sunday, it just felt like he couldn't quite get it going. Now, let's not forget the entire day and this whole week. Uh, has been overshadowed by the tragic news of Kobe Bryant's yeah. um, uh, untimely death and his daughter and all those that were on the on board of that that helicopter that came down in the middle of that round and really 
really changed the mood in not only the sports landscape but in the world. And it's it's still here almost a week later that we we it it blows your mind to mm-hmm. just process that that happened and it recalls feelings of losing loved ones of your own and 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 all of the the, the difficulty that it is dealing with the mortality that we live in here and death and dying. So uh, right. that, that that was a difficult thing. Now. Uh, the CBS commentators had speculated that Tiger knew or was told by Joey during the round when that uh, Tiger brought to light that that wasn't the case, which, by the way, that makes us to get the caddy's thoughts on that. But I was having a hard time thinking that that was a good thing if Joey were to mention that to Tiger. to his well, yeah. When he's in the middle of trying to win a golf tournament, you would t- drop that right. kind of news I, on a guy. I just don't I, I wouldn't think that was a good idea. No, it's not a good idea because it takes it takes the player out of out of sync, out of uh, mind. You know, puts something in in the back of his mind and his subconscious that uh, that he continues to go back to and stuff like that. And especially with, uh, you know, the relationship that they had and and that they were good friends and that kind of thing. So um, it's uh, it was a t- difficult situation, but I think. Joey did the right thing and not not talk to Tiger about it until after the round was over when he was walking to the scoring tent. Yeah, so the, the commentators, anyway, going back to watching Tiger in his final round, the commentators were speculating that he his mind was elsewhere and most likely grieving the loss of his friend, Kobe Bryant, when, when in fact he didn't know until the round was over. So right. ha- having said that, and, and again, I could only go off what they were saying, I, I kind of chalked it up to the solemn mood, you know, and, and the, mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. horrible news. But understanding that that wasn't the case, it just didn't feel like Tiger quite got it going. You know, I mean, he just yeah, he, he especially was, in the final round. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Watching the final round, he just didn't quite, just didn't quite have that charge. It, he, he'd get he'd get close, and then just wouldn't, couldn't quite you know make magic happen like he, like he we've seen out of Tiger. But I, I, th- I take a lot of positives away from what I saw out of Tiger Woods, and and I suspect that we'll continue his, to see his good play as as the tour moves on. You know, one one thing I found very interesting um, after everything kind of wrapped up and and Rom didn't make make the putt, the eagle putt to tie um, Mark Leishman and that kind of thing. And then Mark was was heading away from the scoring area and, you know, he was out pitching on the on the first tee and that kind of thing. Um, when somebody called him and he turned around and walked back and it was Tiger Woods and Tiger gave him a big hug and uh, congratulate him and stuff. And you would have never seen that out of Tiger Woods back in the day. Uh, Tiger's a different person now, no doubt. Yeah, I think that's a good observation. Uh, other guys that I wanted to mention coming out of there, and again, we'll, we'll talk more about Tiger, but Rory McIlroy, uh, you know, a lot was uh-huh. talked about with uh, with Rory, who was going to have the better week, Rory or Tiger. Well, Rory tied for third. Remember, he only played this event. It's only the second time he's played here at the Farmers. Right. Tied for fifth last year, tied for third this year, and he got off to a horrible start on Sunday. He bogeyed three of the first four holes, and then he, mm-hmm. and then he turned it around. I mean, birdie, eagle, par, birdie, birdie, you know, and ended yeah. up shooting 369. So he got himself back. Back into it, but that start was really awful, and unfortunately took him out of the championship. Uh, I, I think that was the difference. Certainly, those three bogeys in the first four holes just just a terrible start. Uh, having said that, if you're starting to look forward to next year's U.S. Open and potential favorites, how about Rory? Uh, seems to uh, like this golf course. T five, T three, and just his first two starts at this event. Now, U.S. Open is completely different. A little bit different time yeah. of year. A little bit tougher setup. But uh, Rory's won the U.S. Open, so uh, I, I, I think you, if I'm looking for my my early favorite, I think Rory certainly is is among those. Tiger will be one. John Rahm will be one. But uh, Rory certainly has to be one to consider. 
Yeah, I definitely has to be one to consider. And you got to consider his coming year um, and how well he started this year. Um, he has top th- top three finishes in each of his three season starts. Tie for third at the Zozo. He won at the HSBC uh, World Golf Championships and then a tie, tie for third here at the Farmers. So uh, watch out for Rory and watch out for April at Augusta. Aha. Uh-huh. Here you go back to that Grand Slam move again, huh? Yeah, of course. Why not? Well, it's uh, it's, it's out there, right? It's out there. Yep. Uh, he has yep. not played his best at Augusta since the opportunity has presented itself. But uh, you got to figure the further that goes, you can look at it two ways, I guess, Bob. The, the more times it goes by, the tougher it is. Or the further it gets away from it, the more you just start thinking about, look, that's that's gone and passed. I'm just going to go out and try to win the Masters. Yeah, that would result in the career grand slam. But... You know, it's not like it's the first time. And, and that's why I don't, I don't take too much out of Tiger's first time to break Sam Snead's 82 to think that he's just going to go out there and win. Sure, he played well, and he was certainly one to bet on. But uh, I, like, I like his chances at Bay Hill coming up if it doesn't happen before then. I certainly like his chances at Augusta if it has, doesn't happen before then. So there's a lot of opportunities for Tiger to get out there and get win number 83. All right, coming up next, Jaime Diaz, Golf Channel, will join us. Uh, next, we'll get his take. You know, this new Premier Golf League. We'll ask him about Tiger and Rory and some of these things, but this new Premier Golf League is a really interesting story, and I'm anxious to yeah. get Jaime's comments on that. He joins us next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. 
Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer let you into golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf featuring special holiday offers from titleist save on titleist pro v1 pro v1x and avx golf balls for only 39.99 a dozen and save 30 dollars on titleist bokey sm7 wedges for only 119.99 and while you're there register to win free golf balls for a year you went to golf offers an exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee you went to golf helping golfers holiday dreams come true since 1971 Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks for joining us. Uh, As promised, really pleased to welcome our next guest. He's uh, such a good guy. He's a great friend of the show. Pleased to uh, be able to know and associate with him. He's a veteran golf journalist and uh, currently an insider on Golf Channels, where you can find him. Jaime Diaz is our guest. Jaime, how are you? Good, Brian. How are you? Doing great, man. We really appreciate you taking some time off the bat. I mean, a great start to the year. Certainly a lot of excitement surrounding, you know, Tiger Woods chasing down Sam Snead, you know, being tied and looking for win number 83. And the tour seems to be off to a great start so far this year. I agree. You know, I think, uh, you know, we have that sort of uh, impending Rory uh, Brooks rivalry that we've been waiting for. But, you know, with Brooks being injured slightly, uh, we, there's plenty of guys to fill in with, uh, you know, a lot of uh, interest. Obviously, Tiger's always going to be a focal point. But uh, I think Justin Thomas and John Rahm, uh, they sort of have a uh, secondary rivalry building, I think. Um, they're third and fourth in the world. And, you know, both, you know, 125, 126, just, uh, you know, so impressive at such a young age and so consistent, especially Rahm. He's, he's always in the hunt. Uh, Justin has had a better career as far as, cumulative totals with a major and being number one in the world at one point and he's won this year and uh but john is always there and and he's just a very fascinating guy because of the way his uh his style of play is is so powerful and seems to be something that uh is going to continue to improve uh i i watch these guys there's so many of them now with patrick cantley guys you know who we forget to talk about uh there's a lot of stories and uh, it's, it's a fast-moving year, and it's not even February. You know, you're talking about John Rahm and his rise to, what, number three in the world right now. Um, you know, 2017, just a couple of years ago, he wins his first event at uh, San Diego, and he had a chance to win last week as well. But if he wins this week, he moves to number one. It's, it's amazing what he's been able to do in such a short time. I was just counting. I think he's got nine top uh, fives in the last... Uh, is that right? Nine top fives in the last 15 tournaments. It's really wow. pretty, uh, and uh, that's worldwide. Uh, some, some mm-hmm. in Europe with a couple of wins. Uh, yeah. You know, I think the, the last piece of the puzzle for him is, is kind of being more effective on Sundays. I mean, he's always in it, 
uh, but can he finish? And, and that's always the hardest thing. Uh, that's why we revere, you know, Tiger's record so much. And just, he, you know, he capitalized and finished so well. Um, but, you know, it tends to be the last piece of the puzzle. We look back in history and, and, you know, I think of your dad who, you know, lost very few tournaments that he was in control of. And it, it, I think it's the most underrated and most important skill to be a, a significant historical player. Jaime Diaz, Golf Channel, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. There's so many directions I want to go, and I, I definitely want to ask you about this uh, new proposed tour, which is kind of interrupting a little bit uh, what, what's going on on the PGA Tour. But before I do that, I wanted to get to Jordan Spieth. Watching him the last couple of weeks, you know, I, I guess I had high hopes. Jordan has, you know, provided such an exciting brand of golf when he came out and dominated in 2015 like few few do, especially at that young age, and so many comparisons to the greats of the past, including Tiger and the accomplishments he had early, and then just, you know, the, the struggles. Uh, any, any thoughts, insights on, on Jordan and, and uh, what, you, what we can maybe expect this year? You know, it's such a difficult game. <laughs> that sounds so trite. But it, it's a it's a high wire act in many ways, you know, uh, keeping it all together, and it's easy to fall off, and and then you know it's hard to get back on. It, it, it's, I mean, all these bad metaphors I'm using, but the point being, it's not new, and we've seen really good players uh, have uh, great starts in their career and, and fade. Although I will say I, I can't think of one that's won three majors as quickly as Jordan, who has faded as quickly. Um, you know, David Duvall faded quickly. Uh, Fanny Lyle faded quickly. A little older, though, not, not 25, 26. So I think, you know, the scary thing is the driver is often a hard club to uh, come back from when you become, you know, really erratic with it. Uh, I think the putter might even be easier to come back from. And actually, Jordan did have some putting struggles. Uh, which was, you know, amazing. It was like watching Tiger have chipping struggles because he's an incredible putter. But he got that back, but he has not regained the ball striking. And, you know, week in, week out on tour, as good as it is, as, as important it is to be a great putter as far as winning, to be consistently in contention and, and making cuts, it's much more uh, reliable to be a good ball striker. And And so you see Jordan, you know, missing cuts and shooting high scores when, when the ball striking betrays him. So, you know, I have a lot of faith in his championship qualities and figure that he'll find a way, but I don't want to ever act as if it's a given or that it's any way easy. I'm sure he's going through some of the darkest times of his career, soul searching and, and wondering if, if the issue is mechanical or technical or mental or whatever. Uh, it's probably mental and that's always the, the deepest hole to come out of, but, when the key does happen, uh, you often see these great comebacks um, because you get it's a long road in golf, and and you do start respecting the, the real all-time greats for how consistent they were, and why players value consistency more than anything else. Because I think it's the hardest thing to attain over the course of a career. Jaime Diaz joining us here on Real Golf Radio. And I think that's what's interesting. You know, we're going to talk about those that are playing well, but I think that's what's intriguing and so compelling about the game of golf is the struggle. And they struggle right there in front of it. You know, I mean, you'll see an NBA player or an NFL player have an off game or two, but there's a whole team to pick them up. So with this individual sport out there in the spotlight, especially when you create one as bright as Jordan, then it, it becomes compelling to see him battle back. And, yeah. and and I think we'll look forward to, to, and I think you're right, not that it's a foregone conclusion, but you do expect he's young enough he will figure it out 
Well, the margin in golf is just so they're so small. You know, the margin for error is uh, you know the smallest ball, the longest club, the littlest hitting area. You know, obviously the ball is just sitting there, but that just leaves you more time to think about it. So, yeah. you know, if it starts to get if it starts to get complicated, it can spiral, and uh, I'm sure that's happened to some extent to every player. Uh, and I guess resiliency is the final measure of whether uh, you come back. And I can't believe Jordan is not resilient. You know, Jaime, um, one of the big things that came out last week was this proposal or this announcement of the the, the Premier Golf League um, wanting to get players, you know, the top players in the world to uh, to to jump on. Um, and Commissioner Monaghan talked to the players at a meeting last week, and more has come out about it. And Phil played in a pro-am this week in Saudi Arabia with some of the some of the investors or guys that were going to try and build it, that kind of thing. Uh, your thoughts about that Premier Golf League and um, you, anything that you know uh, in particular that uh, that might shed some light on it? I really don't have any specific knowledge beyond what I've read and what you know people are talking about. Obviously, it those, those founders, uh, the, the the guys behind this, <clears throat> the money behind it, believe there's a need in professional golf for a star-driven sort of showcase 54-hole event, um, or event series of them. I'm not sure there's a hunger for that. Uh, I don't. I find the weekly tournaments very compelling. Yeah, there's stars in golf, but I think it's misguided to think that the same stars are always in contention every week. Like there's some kind of fixed, you know, uh, uh, you know, icon that is continually, you know, you know, on, on center stage, every tournament, that's not the way golf is. And one of the, I won't say charms, but certainly I think one of the appeals of it is that it's such a hard game that if a really good player is a little off, he'll get, he'll get beat by a, a, a so-called lesser player who's on his game. Whereas I don't think that's the case as often as, let's say, in other individual sports, in, in tennis or in boxing, let's say. Usually the better player is going to win because he's matched up against another player. And in golf, you're matched up against the golf course. So I'm kind of doing a roundabout here. But the point being, I don't, you know, when I watch a WGC event, uh, to be honest, I look at that as a limited field, no-cut event that's probably easier to win than a regular tour event, even though they get more world ranking points and there's more big names. So I'm not convinced that, geez, everybody's going to drop everything to to, to want to watch this. I can see how the players would be, especially against someone like Phil, who's basically at the end of his regular tour career and might, you know, have have a, a bonanza waiting for him if he did this. He he's already established himself; his pension's fine, all those things. I mean, maybe he goes for the money. But I do think, you know, I go back to 1994 when I was at Sherwood when Greg Norman introduced, um, you know, his world tour, uh, proposal with, with, uh, had a pretty big network behind him at Fox and, you know, the tour players were interested and they were intrigued, but in the end they knew that it meant leaving the PGA tour and the PGA tour is such a solid infrastructure and, and with a, such a good future, that's a big decision. And, and in the end, none of those players honored, uh, I shouldn't say honored. They, they did not go with Greg. Greg felt like he had some commitments uh, from some players, but in fact, they were not, you know, in stone. They were not written. There were no contracts. And they decided in the end, you know, I got too much to lose uh, by leaving the PGA Tour. And I'd be surprised to see many players try this, except 
people in, you know, special situations where maybe their careers are, uh, are waning and they're, they still have a big name like Phil. I'm, I'm not saying Phil can't win on the PGA tour, but it, I don't think it was an accident. He played with that guy in the pro-am. Sure. You know, I mean, he's, intri- he's intrigued by this. Uh, let's, let's see. Uh, but, um, obviously I don't know who a star is in golf, in golf really. I mean, other than Tiger Woods, that's really who drives the bus. I don't, I don't think you could take anyone else in the top 10 and guarantee tremendous marquee value. And that's no knock on anybody. It's just that golf is really about the collective field more than it is about an individual player showing up in a tournament, except for Tiger. I think that's really well said. And, you know, you can put together a contrived event like Tiger versus Phil, and there's some that value there, but it's really putting them all out there at a particular course and see what shakes out. That create, And when it just happens organically, that's the real excitement, not the arranged excitement, if you will, right? So I think there's some good I points that, there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. That, uh, you, know, you know, the bigger the field, especially with today's depth, to me, the more impressive the achievement. Unless you know there's there's nobody from the top ten there, but as long as there's a representative field, which there almost always is on the PGA Tour, that's why wins are so valued. It takes something special to do it, no matter who's there. Great stuff, great points. I wish we could continue the conversation. Time uh, limits uh, constrain us, but I just wanted to congratulate you on your, your great work at Golf Channel. Congrats on 25 years. We sure appreciate your insights and love watching you. Thanks, Brian. I'm lucky to be there. I appreciate it. And uh, talk to you guys again. Take care. Uh, yep, we'll do. Jaime Diaz, Thanks, Golf Jaime. Channel, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. Caddy joins us next. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier high Hyperacuity. What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. At the first tee, it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick Drivers at CallawayGolf.com. Your hands, with the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. 
in a game where feel is so important to playing your very best. Great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Thanks to Jaime Diaz, Golf Channel, for joining us here on the show. Appreciate that. By the way, this segment is brought to you by Callaway and their relentless pursuit of innovation in iron design. They've established a completely new standard for distance and performance. That's why Callaway has been the number one irons in golf for five years in a row. If you haven't checked out the new Maverick irons, do it today. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway. The number one irons in golf. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Caddy joins us right here on Real Golf Radio, and I had a chance to talk to the caddy offline uh, earlier today. Just had a great conversation, you know. I mean, the guy the guy knows his stuff. He's a great, just a great guy to chat with. What's up, caddy? Just uh, trying to trying to stay humble. <laughs> we kind of covered the gamut earlier today. We're not gonna we're not gonna get into all of that um, of what we talked about t- today earlier offline, but it was. It was fun. It was uh, it was good to talk about. However, are you going to share the story that you shared with me? Did you get it confirmed enough that you can share it, or can we just go with don't let the truth get in the way of a good story? Because it was a great caddy story. I have not confirmed, but we could always tell the story without naming names. All right, so let's just let's just call him. Let's just call him uh, Tor Pro Joe. <laughs> Tor Pro Joe. So Tor Pro Joe had a. What would you describe that career as, Brian? Kind of a journeyman career, but pretty solid. You know, I mean, uh, playing professional golf on the tour most of your career—that's pretty good stuff, isn't it? Yeah, I think I would. I think journeyman. Do you think? I think journeyman guy with you know. I don't know that he really ever lost his card. I would say he's you know, and he's kind of a middle of the line. You know, most people would know his name. Yeah. Well, it's caddy. Uh, the there happens to be a tournament uh, in his in his hometown so he invites his caddy to hey you know why don't you just stay at the house for the week great thanks boss this is awesome you know home cooking staying at the house life is good so uh when he gets the check at the end of the tournament caddy check um he discovered that rent was taken out did you hear what he said could you pick that up rent yeah rent rent was taken out (laughs) Rent was taken out, yeah. 
So the pro invited him to stay at the house. Come on, stay at the house. It'd be great. Oh, awesome. Thanks. Uh, oh, by the way, here's your bill. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you believe you can't make that stuff up? So Tour Pro You can't make that one up. Tour Pro Joe up. like actually invited him over to his house and then deducted what he paid him out of the I mean, come on. That Do you is, know how much she charged tonight? I don't, but uh, as, as, as Brian Taylor suggested, did, did he get the, the slip under the door in the morning with the bill on? I mean, what was checkout time eleven o'clock? And he over online it? checkout. <laughs> was there an online checkout available? I, I, I'm not sure. Oh any my. Of that you know, he oh, probably didn't crazy. even, you know, the, the beauty of it is, is he probably didn't get the folio slipped under the door. In fact, he, he basically just found out as soon as he looked at his check and realized that it was, uh, you know, who knows how much less than it was supposed to be. But that, that is a, that is a really bad move. I mean, we, we laughed about that today, but come on. Are you serious? I mean, these, you seriously invite somebody over and then you, you back charge them for it or you take it out of their pay. Oh, I mean, that's, my. that's poor form. Yeah, there was a time in New Orleans when <clears throat> Kelly Gibson told his caddy, hey, go down. I won't name the restaurant, but hey, I'm real good buddies with the, the guys that made her D at the restaurant. Go down there. They'll take care of you. So it, it's a high-end place in New Orleans, and you know how good the food is there. Oh, my goodness. Oh. <clears throat> so uh, Kelly's caddy went with another caddy who appreciated the finer things in life. And uh, anyway, they get in there, and they see the maitre d' say, hey, we're, you know, Kelly Gibson sent us here, et cetera. He says, oh, come on, we'll, we'll take care of you. We gotta, we'll, we'll go into the back, the tasting room. Oh, the tasting room, that sounds good. So they go <laughs> back there, and there's a few people seated, <clears throat> a few people seated at tables. It's obviously a very VIP area. And they're thinking, this is amazing. No menus, they're just bringing stuff out. They're bringing different kind of wines to taste. They're bringing just this, the most incredible collection of food you've ever had in your life. Just an amazing meal. <clears throat> and so, uh, at the end of the meal, here end of the meal, here comes the bill, six hundred and forty-two dollars. Ouch! And I said, "Yeah, they took care of you, all right." <laughs> yeah, they did. They saw you coming. And this was twenty years ago. It wasn't like last year, six forty-two. This was twenty years ago. Three hundred dollars a man. Yeah, they took care of them, all right. Hey, thanks Ooh. for that, boss. Hey. You can't run with the big dog. Stay on the porch, boys. You know, That's you know, if I, <laughs> if I was that caddy, I would have said, you know, like they, like in Fletch, put it on the Underhills account. I would have said, put it on the Gibson account. Yeah, that's on the Gibson account. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Here, I'll, I'll pay the tip, but that's on the Gibson account. Sure. Well, I'll leave a cash tip for you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they can afford a cash tip. Ooh. So. I don't know that yeah. I've ever spent $600 on a dinner. I, th- I think oh. I'm pretty the, sure I haven't. Mm. No. Now, the caddy, the caddy. Um, oh, so so speaking of, of bills and things like that, I I was chatting uh, chatting with a guy the other night. Played golf at the Plantation Club in Palm, Palm Desert, which is just a phenomenal place. It is incredibly nice. And sitting around the, uh, the fire pit, after the round, watching the sunset, really just so beautiful outside in Palm Desert in the, in the winter, you know. And, and uh, so one of the one of the uh, guys who sat there, we were, we were trading some stories, and he said, he said, "Yeah, I went to went to stay at such and such a hotel, and 
in Big Sur, and I, I didn't know the name at all. I couldn't even tell it, bring it up. I've never heard of this place. But said, yeah, I had to do it. I had to give it a shot. He goes, you want to know what the room was? My buddy, and he says, how much? He goes, 2600 a night. Oh. And it was worth it. And it was worth it. I'm like, nothing's worth that. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> you know? I'd say. I mean, here, yeah, you could be clipping my toenails, and it's not worth it. I just, it's just <laughs> gross. It ain't. Yeah. That's going to that's gonna have run you about 2,600. You see my feet. Anyway. Wow. No, uh, please stop. No. Gosh. Yeah. So, so. All right. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Back, back it up. Back tape. back it up, Caddy. First of all. <laughs> back it up. What, you played golf? Yes. The first time in four years I've played 18 holes. And uh, wow. on, the exact same course, on the exact same course I played my last round of golf, uh, I remember that at January 6, 2016, was my previous round. I played golf with Bo Hostler that day when he was still an amateur at Texas before the shoulder injury. That's how long ago that was. So there you go. So one, you played golf. That's remarkable. Two, you were sitting around the fire pit and somebody actually had the audacity to try to swap stories with you? I mean, have you ever seen the Brian Regan bit about the me monster? I mean, there is no chance that that guy had no clue what he was going up against, right? I mean, you could have you could have storied him under the table. Well, I like to alter my performance or impact or whatever you want to call it. I, you know, I if if, if the audience can hang, then you know we'll let it all go. If not, you know, we'll be polite. Yeah, so I, I, so I, so I went to this hotel, Big Sur. It was like 2600 a night. Let me tell you, it was worth it. Uh, it was just such an amazing experience. And Caddy's sitting back there going, so you want me to tell you about the time I caddied for the Players' Championship winner? Or uh, you want me to tell you about the time that we uh, private jetted it back and forth across the <coughs> pond playing the Open Championship, yeah. player jug, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking I mean, that exact thing. Right? I mean, it's like, come on. You can't, you can't start throwing, you start throwing you stories to, at the caddy. You want me to tell you the time I was in the final group with Jack in his last PGA Tour event? There you go. I was going to bring up the space shuttle thing when I snuck on, but I guess that's a whole other story. So. <laughs> yeah. And that goes right into Brian Regan's I Walked on the Moon. And <laughs> the moon. Yeah, you, so, you okay, the so floor, Caddy. Moonwalker. Yeah. So, Caddy. Yeah. So, unfortunately, we, you know, we lost a, a, a phenomenal basketball player this, this last Sunday. Um, Tiger didn't find out. Um, when he w- until he was finished with his round, Joe Lacava didn't tell him. Um, your thoughts about that? Should he have told him before, or does he wait till after, or should he have waited till after? There's no possible reason, scenario to tell him during the round. What can you do about it? It's only a negative. You, yeah. you wait till it's over. I'm glad Tiger said he heard people, I guess, saying uh, do it for Mamba, and he trying to figure out what the heck's going on. But I, I don't know. Why would you tell him? What is the urgency? Is, is this TMZ? Yeah. Do we have to get it out 14 seconds after it happens? Uh, no. We can we can wait. <clears throat> There's no urgency in it. It's not going to. It's it's only going to have a. a it's, it's just such a negative thing. Um, yeah, that, that, was, that was brutal. The, the first thought that went through my mind when I heard <clears throat> any details at all, was, uh, wow, he had four daughters. And I'm thinking, holy cow, how's that? 
it really hits you hard. Um, forget who Kobe was, basketball player. He's just another human being with four daughters yeah. who no longer have a father. It's that tough. That's, that's what hit me, just thinking of that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, no doubt. It was uh... – obviously shocking and, and and horrible news all the way around. I, I, we'd brought that up in the first segment and I was just kind of curious if you've, you know, I, not, not to obviously on a completely different level, but, um, you know, when Phil was playing in the U S open in 99 with Payne Stewart, carrying around a, a beeper that, that takes you back, right? A little pager at the time, uh, that Amy was supposed to buzz him if she went into labor and he was going to walk off the golf course. I, I, I still wonder if Amy would have actually done it. Or let him go ahead and play it out, but I, I mean that's that, that's pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, things have really changed socially. The way things are handled, the way people treat things. I think back in the, I'm sure back prior to the 19 late 90s or 2000s, even there were plenty of fathers who missed the birth of their children, and just for working their regular day job, um, that was just not unusual at all. So I missed the, really the birth of my daughter, my second child. Mm-hmm. I was in Japan playing golf. There you go. There you go. That was just the norm. Oh. Um, that was how things were always handled uh, for most of millennia. <laughs> so things like that have changed a lot recently, and a lot of them for the better, some of them for the worse. So it's just things evolve. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, unfortunately, I'd love to keep going. And like I said, Caddy and I talked for about an hour today, and it was great. But uh, uh, Caddy, thanks for your time. Uh, unfortunately, we're up against a break, but uh, good stuff, good insights, man. And uh, it's always good to chat with you. Thanks. And my hotel this week is not twenty six hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Clear that up. Well, that's good for you. That's good for you. All right, uh, there you go, Caddy, joining us every week right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. Uh, we'll wrap up hour number one next. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? 
When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob Welcome back. Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks to the caddy. Thanks to Jaime Diaz for joining us. Still to come on the back nine, a little tech talk as we get into uh, some discussion about the new triple track putters with Sean Toulon from Callaway and Odyssey Golf. Also, Weston Mon, he's a social media influencer and uh, baited on the, the design your own driver, that driver versus driver thing on Golf Channel. A pretty interesting take with uh, getting fit for drivers. We'll, we'll get his take on that. Uh, so a little tech talk in hour number two. Plus, we'll continue talking more about this uh, interesting topic topic surrounding the new premier golf league i, I find it pretty fascinating and, and this tour schedule as well bob it's time now for the hoops vision see what you're missing out there and by the way you can go to hoops vision or hoopsvision.com sign up for a free consultation and save a thousand dollars by mentioning real golf radio on a lasik procedure get your eyes fixed so you can see what you're missing bob what are we missing this week well, you know, last week, Rory McIlroy had a chance to take over number one in the world if he would have won there at the Farmers Insurance Open. Uh, this week, it's John Rahm. John Rahm currently number three in the world, and um, he, he got his first victory on the PGA Tour in 2017 and has worked his way all the way up to number three. If he wins this week in Phoenix, John Rahm will take over the number one player in the world in just a three short years. Wow. Unbelievable. John Rahm is uh, seeing what you're missing this week. If he goes on to win number one in the world brought to you by hoops vision. Again, go to hoopsvision.com. sign up for a free consultation, get your eyes done by the best in the world. People come from all over the world to have Dr. Hoops, and Dr. Hoops, Jr. Do their vision correction surgery. They're at hoops vision right here in our home state of Utah, just South of Salt Lake city. Check it out at hoopsvision.com. Mention rug off radio and save a thousand dollars on your LASIK procedure. Stay tuned. Hour number two, the back nine comes up next. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. USA Radio News with Robin Walensky. We're working with them very closely 
on the coronavirus. President Trump at a red, white, and blue COG Keep America Great rally in Des Moines, Iowa, telling the crowd the U.S. working very closely with China to control the coronavirus outbreak. We only have five people. Hopefully everything's going to be great. They have somewhat of a problem, but hopefully it's all going to be great. But we're working with China, just so you know, and other countries very, very closely so it doesn't get out of hand. There are five confirmed cases of coronavirus here in the U.S. and close scrutiny of passengers on an enormous Costa cruise ship in Italy. Fears two people on board may have come down with the coronavirus, but the health ministry in Italy claims tests show they do not have it. Around 6,000 people on board this ship, the cruise line run by Miami-based Carnival. You're listening to USA Radio News. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing, space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. To Capitol Hill now and the impeachment trial, Kentucky Senator Republican Rand Paul reacting to Chief Justice Roberts, who refuses to read his question out loud as the question reportedly deals with the so-called whistleblower. USA Radio's Wendy King reports. Questions and answers in the Senate impeachment trial of President Trump. Justice John Roberts declined to read the question of Senator Rand Paul, which apparently intended to reveal the identity of the whistleblower. Presiding officer declined declines to read the question as submitted. Senator Paul then walked out of the Senate chamber and stepped up to reporters. I can tell you that my question made no reference to any whistleblower or any kind of person of a, a complainant from a whistleblower. Taking a look now at your money on Wall Street, investors seeing green again after a few down days, the Dow gaining 125 points to close at 28,859, the Nasdaq up 24, the S&P 500 gaining 10. You're listening to USA Radio News. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. The very latest now on Oprah and a choice she makes for her book club. USA Radio's Chris Barnes with the story. Over 80 authors are now asking Oprah Winfrey to pull the book American Dirt from her book club. Janine Cummins' novel follows a middle-class Mexican woman and her son as they run from a drug cartel. Some critics have called the book poorly written and filled with stereotypes and inaccuracies. Oprah posting a video on Instagram saying she's been hearing those complaints. I've spent the past few days listening to members of the Latinx community to get a greater understanding of their concerns. And I hear them. I do. 
Oprah not yet saying at last check whether she's going to axe it from her book club. It's a fact. Lots of folks will be calling out sick after the Super Bowl. That's the findings from the Global Law Placement Service, Challenger, Gray, and Christmas, where VP Andy Challenger tells us about the lost productivity. Employees put together office pools, and then a lot of productivity is lost on the Monday after the Super Bowl. This year, it's estimated that 17.5 million Americans plan to not go to work on Monday, whether they're hungover or they're just recovering from a long night and a late game. Challenger tells us there's a price tag for this. We estimate that it's going to cost American employers about $5.1 billion in lost productivity. I'm John Clemens. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle. Make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper. And that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. Thanks for joining us. Presented in part by Callaway Golf. Uh, there's distance out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Check out the Maverick drivers, irons, fairway woods, and hybrids available at CallawayGolf.com. Uh, appreciate uh, a fun hour number one. Jaime Diaz, the caddy, uh, some good stories there, some interesting insights on the news and notes that are surrounding this new Premier Golf League. Coming up on the hour number two here on the back nine, we're going to talk a little bit about that, plus get into some equipment, some tech talk. Sean Toulon, the executive vice president of Callaway Golf and general manager of Odyssey Golf, founder of Toulon Design. Of course, it's been woven in there to Odyssey. He'll join us to talk about these new triple track putters. We've seen triple track technology on the golf balls from Callaway now available on their putters so you can line up those triple track lines from the golf ball straight into your putter and I'll tell you what some pretty compelling arguments as to why that is going to make you a better putter. Uh, we'll talk to Sean Toulon about that. Weston Mon also, he's a good friend of ours, former assistant professional golf pro. He made it onto Driver versus Driver on the Golf Channel a few years ago in Season 1 where he designed some pretty cool elements into drivers, and he's just kind of been a little bit of a, of an influencer on social media and, and a golf guru. We're going to talk driver testing and uh, and fitting and, and how often you ought to 
and, you know, change drivers. We'll talk about that with Weston Mon coming up later on in the back nine as well. But, uh, Bob, uh, it's Phoenix Open this week. And the question mm-hmm. is always asked, is the party atmosphere at 16 good for golf? It's certainly different. Is it good? Well, I think it's fun. I think it's enjoyable. I think the players like it, and they like the um, the atmosphere of it, at least at one event. Where the party atmosphere really rocks is uh, in the little area between uh, 16 and the clubhouse. There's that that area where they have the nightclubs and the nightlife and everything under the tents and that kind of thing, and that place really gets rocking in the evenings. Oh, no doubt about it. Do you like Having the noise, though, the constant buzz, the hum that is going on and folks yelling and getting crazy while the players are playing and booing uh, shots that miss the green? Well, for the most part, yeah. You know, if if a guy misses the green and stuff like that, you know, that's a given and they understand that. And as long as the, as the buzz or the hum is going on and it doesn't uh, make loud noises or anything like that, but but it's kind of all still happening then it's okay. Guys Guys get used to it, and they're fine with it. Yeah, I like it. I think it's fun. At least once a year, it's fun, and that's why it's the greatest show on grass. Check it out. Phoenix Open this weekend on the PGA Tour. Short break. Hour two continues next. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a tour urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed. Yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Saw from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. Callaway's relentless pursuit of innovation in iron design has established a completely new standard for distance and performance. It's why Callaway has been the number one irons in golf for five years in a row. And this year, they created an iron that the world has never seen. Maverick, Callaway's first ever irons designed by artificial intelligence. Maverick irons feature a new flash face cup designed by AI. That means every face on every iron has been uniquely engineered to completely maximize distance and forgiveness. It also allows the center of gravity to be precisely positioned throughout your set to give you the optimal launch and control with every swing. Maverick irons are available in standard, pro, and max models to fit nearly every type of player. And all Maverick irons come with the classic sound and feel you expect from the number one irons in golf. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway. 
the number one irons in golf. At the first tee, we believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills and help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Hit us up on Twitter, at Real Golf. Instagram and Facebook is at Real Golf Radio. Our uh, Maverick Driver giveaway window closes today, so if you haven't done so, join us and follow us. Do what you need to do. The randomizer will be drawing three lucky winners from our social sites, at Real Golf at Twitter, at Real Golf Radio at Instagram and Facebook, and uh, follow us at all three places for three chances to win a new Maverick Driver from Callaway. Super exciting stuff. I can tell you, having played it last week, weekend it is phenomenal bob we talked about uh, greatest show on grass as we went to break there i i think it's cool that golf has this stadium atmosphere and the environment i, I think it's great and it just confirms what i've always said about golf for people sports fans that want to come at golf by saying hey Everybody has to be quiet. It can't be a real sport. Try making a putt with a bunch of screaming fans. Look, that has its own uh, place in in team sports, you know. But if with, with the the way that that stadium is set up and the fact that there's a, a, all that noise, it doesn't bother the players. They can hit it just fine. Well, it yeah, if it's consistent, it's fine. Well, yeah, there's absolutely. so much noise there. Even if somebody hollered out, I was watching the tournament. If people are hollering out, but because it's there's so much other stuff going on, and the players understand in their mind, mm-hmm. they're expecting those noises. That it it really doesn't bother your psyche. What bothers you is when it's dead quiet, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there is a a flinching flinch reaction to your body caused by some you know yeah. alarming noise, right? And I think yep. I, it, it's what I've maintained before, and I've said this on the show numerous times. If you took an NBA player shooting a free throw and everybody was going crazy behind the basket and you could get collectively 20,000 people to go dead silent just as he was about to pull the trigger on that free throw, I 100% guarantee you he doesn't get it to the rim. And that's that same concept of noise change, right? From a loud noise Mm -hmm. to silence, from silence to a loud noise. So anyway, having said that, I don't think that golf goes that direction every single week. But I do like what they do there at the Phoenix Open. And I think it's fun that that people can, fans, spectators can enjoy the game of golf and have a party and a fun time with it, just like they would at any other sporting event. I think it makes a, it helps popularize the game of golf. So I love what they do at Phoenix. Yeah, I do too. I enjoy it. I I enjoy the, the aspect of it. Um, You know, the old school guys that I don't think they care for it too much. My dad didn't care for it too much with that whole uh, thing around the the 16th hole and that kind of thing you know the all the all the people and the the stands and and everything that goes along with it he didn't care that too much for it but you know that's okay it's a different it's a different age now it's a it's a different crowd it's um 
it's it's a fun time for the local people and people that want to come watch that event there in the Phoenix area to to go and enjoy and and have some fun there in that atmosphere. Yeah, I think it's a rare cheer and jeer type uh, uh-huh. uh, opportunity f- uh, for guys to yep. have a good time out there. And look, it's it's for the most part, it's nothing personal. If you hit a good shot, they're going to love you and have a good time. And everybody's betting on who's going to hit the green, who's not. If you miss the green, they'll boo you. And just it's just kind of the fun fun of it as well. It's sort of like yelling at the refs. It doesn't really change anything, but somehow it, it's fun. It's part of the spectating, right? Mm-hmm. So it's what mm-hmm. people do. Uh, you know, we had a really good discussion in hour one about this new Premier League, um, Premier Golf League. I what what what's your takeaway, Bob? I mean, you know, you talk about no cuts, forty eight players, and a proposed eighteen tournament schedule. Maybe that's shortened to ten. Uh, but you know, the PGA Tour is coming out, and, and Jay Monahan is is look. He's he's not he's not mincing words, man. You you got to choose. No. You, you got one or the yeah. other here. One or the other. And the interesting thing is, there's a lot of ramifications besides besides just going to a tour that has ten events or. 18 events with 48 players. Okay. So you've got, you got to worry about world rankings, getting yourself into majors, getting yourself in the world golf championships. Um, if those aren't important to you and you just want to play for the money and, and play in those 18 events, then, you know, 48, 48 players is, is probably uh, a pretty good deal, but you've got to be some of the top players to even have a chance. Uh, Phil Mickelson is playing this, this week, um, in the pro-am with uh, three of the the people that are trying to p- put the money behind the, the the golf league and put it together. And they kind of talked with him about everything. And he said, it kind of sounds pretty good, but it'll be interesting to see how it work all works out. Now there have been many times that, that Greg Norman was one that, that tried to do a world golf tour and combine tours and, and that kind of thing that all got shot down. And now we have the world golf championships for those a year. But, you know, if a guy if a guy's going to pull out and play, he has to have a release. If he's a member of the PGA Tour and he wants to stay on the PGA Tour, he has to have a release from the PGA Tour to play in events. Um, most players can have three three releases in any given year. If they play a 15-tournament schedule, they can have three releases, which allows them to play opposite a PGA Tour event that is occurring um, – here in the United States. However, they cannot play another event in the United States that is opposite a PGA Tour event in the U.S. So if they want to play, um, if they want to get a, a release to play in another event, they have to go play like in Europe or in Asia or something like that um, to get that release. You have to ha- have to give them 45 days notice if you want the release. Um, and based on the event that is transpiring that week, this is another interesting thing. If you haven't, um, if a player hasn't played in that event for two or three or four years or ever, then to get that release, they have to commit to playing it the next year. So there's there's a lot of ramifications befo- behind it. Um, and, you know, the eventual person, Jay Monahan, is the one that that makes the ruling and makes the decision. And if he decides he doesn't want to let you go play, he can decide that. Well, look, you have to protect your property, right? I mean, it's it's a big deal. And I, you know, the World Golf Championships, they have their place. And, you know, it is a showcase of big names. 
and no cuts and you know you you do you do eliminate you know we talk about this with match play bob you know and that's why they adjusted match play and they made it a round mm-hmm. robin so that you get to see the top players for longer than just one day it was a big downer when a big name would fly into tucson and after the first day on a wednesday they get beat they're gone so if you were planning on seeing you know this happened to ernie ells you mentioned ernie ells this happened to Ernie Els. I remember he flew all the way across the world to be there for the match play championship, lost in the first round, and he was gone. He's like, well, you know, that was kind of a Correct. waste of time. So if you wanted to see Ernie Els back in the day, and you had a ticket for Friday or Saturday, you know, a guy that never even made it to Thursday. You know, nope. so so that that's what I'm talking about. It, 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 the, the, the idea being that that's a World Golf Championship is, you know, if you go to the World Golf Championship that fits one of the four-rounders, you're going to see all the, all the number one players, all the top players for four rounds. So I get that, right? And, and this yep. this new Premier Golf League's looking at they're they're going fifty four holes, no cut, yep. shotgun start the first two days. Now I find that to be interesting. Do you see a significant yep. advantage to having a shotgun start? No, I don't at all. I mean, you got golf going on, so whatever hole you happen to park on, you're going to have golf going on. You don't have to wait. I guess there's yeah. that, right? You know, the interesting thing is, is I think um, you know they've they've got to figure out what they're going to do so that they can make it a a, a professional product. And not something rinky dink or amateurish, if they're going to compete with the PGA Tour. Well, it, it comes down to the players, right? I mean, if the big name players yeah. choose to go, then that's where that's where everybody goes. But I, I have a hard time thinking that uh, the PGA Tour hasn't done a good enough job that they wouldn't be they, they wouldn't keep the players. So, um, yeah. and then what would the majors do? How would the Masters respond? All that oh, it, it's, it's 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 interesting stuff. Well, listen, uh, well, if for more on that, you can check out our hour number one. We're going to switch over and uh, talk some tech. Little uh, little golf tech talk. Sean Toulon, Callaway Golf, joins us next. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you 
you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to hoopsvision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Time for a little tech talk and... Really uh, excited to, every time we have an opportunity to talk to our next guest, he's a longtime friend of the show, been with us really since the beginning and helped us uh, get launched uh, as, a, as a network back in 2003 and kind enough to join us right now. He's the Executive Vice President of Callaway Golf. He's also General Manager of Odyssey Golf, of course, founder of Toulon Design, which has been incorporated into the Odyssey line. He is the one and only Sean Toulon. Hey, Sean, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, Brian. How are you? Hi, Bob. How you doing, Sean? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Nice to be with you guys. Yeah, it's good to be with uh, with you as well. And uh, I guess we're both battling through a little bit of the wintertime uh, sicknesses here. But uh, nonetheless, we have even if we sound a little off, we have some really good information that's on. So that's what we're going to go with today. All right. I love I love that. All yeah. right. Okay. Cool. Hey. Uh, so obviously, uh, the big topic uh, with uh, with Callaway has been Maverick, uh, the driver, the woods, the irons, all of that. Uh, we talked to Dave Neville on the show last week. Uh, big launch of the PGA as well. Everything seemed to go go great. Had a chance to hit the new Maverick driver last week for the very first time. And I'll tell you what, it is. Uh, you start feeling like Phil Mickelson out there a little bit, you know, uh, hitting bombs. But uh, you guys must be pleased with the initial results from the launch of uh, Maverick. Yeah, really happy, um, you know, to get a win right out of the gate. Almost had one first week out with, with Xander. Um, and then uh, to have Leishman win last week um, and uh, Sagstrom on the uh, LPGA last week, I think it's fantastic. The driver for us, um, it has such incredible sound and the feel. is It's unlike any Callaway driver I've hit for a long, long time. So uh, really good. And then, I think the biggest thing that, that the golfers are really reacting to is that it's more ball speed for sure, but it's also a lot more forgiving than what we've had. So um, sounds better, feels better, goes straighter and goes a little farther. Other than that, it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's one of the things that Brian talked about, Sean. He went and played that in a, in a little tournament with his buddies from his, from his club uh, last weekend, and he said the sound was different compared to what we heard with the Epic Flash. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that was an opportunity for us to really improve. Epic Watch was great, and, and we're proud of that one. But this one, um, we turned the computer loose, uh, the, the whole artificial intelligence platform that we've got on really helping us manage sound as we look for more speed and more forgiveness across the face. And it definitely came up with some things that we probably wouldn't have thought of and uh, got us into a pretty cool place. So uh, we're going to have fun with this one, I think, you guys. Yeah, I, I found myself uh, taking on some um, some tee shots with the driver that I would normally be laying up, and it was pretty cool to watch it just uh, fly straight down the fairway. And I, I, had to, I had to brag a little bit on social media, but it was fun. Uh, I had a good time with it. So if you haven't had a chance to do so, get out and check out the new Maverick driver. But uh, I wanted to also uh, spend some time talking to you about putters. Uh, a big a big switch this uh, this year with the triple track um, being going from the golf ball now being incorporated into putter alignment so now you can use it for both this is this is one of those things sean and i'll be honest with you it's it tends to be a little polarizing the whole triple track some guys just love it other guys are just like oh how could you do something explain the technology behind it and the decision to add it to the putter line sure well the 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 i think for the average person could look at that golf ball and say it's got three sharpie lines on it right but there's a science um it's called vernier acuity, which is what this golf ball is based on. Um, and it really uh, has to do with the way your, your brain and your eyes um, look and recognize patterns and are able to align them uh, better than others. So with this one, it's not simply three lines. The science includes the color of the lines, the width of the lines. So if you'll notice the red line in the middle is wider than the two flanking blue lines, the space between the two. Um, and w- when your, your eyes see that, your brain recognizes um, a pattern there, it's much, much easier to get it aligned. So that was really uh, the beginning of um, the, uh, our journey, if you would, with the golf ball. And w- the, the three lines versus the one line, I might butcher the number here a little bit, but it's something like 27 or 32% easier, better, more consistent to align. So it's a big deal. You know, so as we were working with the inventors of this golf ball, because it was actually a doctor and a, um, a professor from uh, St. Louis University, um, as soon as we knew we were going to get the deal done, I was up in Chip's office um, as we finalized the whole thing, and I took a golf ball, walked down to my office, um, got on my uh, cell phone, called Aussie Rollinson, who's our chief Odyssey designer, and Luke Williams, who helps run the putter business, and I said, you guys, Aussie, bring a two-ball head. Uh, Luke, you bring a ruler and two pens, a red one and a blue one. We're going to do some designing. And uh, we went into my office, and I literally 37 seconds later, uh, we had those lines drawn on top of a two-ball putter, and you could just see this thing was going to be really special. So um, we decided to bring it out in, uh, in a line of putters, and it's just done unbelievably well. So tell us a little bit about – um, how it's being received with the players um, and with the public so far. Yeah, so um, seven players, Bob, last year on the PGA, or last week, I should say, had it in play. Um, the important thing is you can use the triple track putter without the ball. Um, it works better with, but if you, know, if you're, if you are a one-line person, it works great with that as well, but it's, you definitely will get more out of it with both. Um, with amateurs, I think it's incredible. So as we were going through the development of the product this summer, I bet you I did, I don't have to bet you, I know I did at least 1,500 fittings at golf uh, clubs and courses around the country. 
And one of the things that we'll focus on first is alignment. So we'll always have a golfer uh, take their golf ball and their putter, and I'll, I'll set them up on a straight uphill, dead straight, like six or eight foot putt. And I'll have them tell me when they think they're perfectly aligned. And then I'll ask, I'll hold the putter head and I'll ask them to come behind me and take a look at it. And when they see it where they're aligned, you hear all this mumbling. Some of it is not fit for a a radio show, what they say. Uh, um, But I mean, they're absolutely blown away. So the significance is so important because if you're misaligned by one degree from 10 feet, the golf ball will miss the hole completely. I would say the average in these 1,500 fittings that I've done is four or five degrees off. It's so far off. And what's interesting, it's not that you would think, well, that's an average or a poor player. It's good players. It's tour players. The difference between a tour player and an average golfer, though, is the tour player will be very consistent with their bad alignment, but they still have it. Um, With the average golfer, they can be four or five degrees off from 10 feet on one putt to the left. And the next one can be three or four off to the right. I mean, so it's, it's honestly, it's a disaster. So I always kid these golfers. I said the, the, the strategy that you're using when you get over a putt is called luck. And I, in golf, that's not something you really want to have to rely on. Right. So, um, so really what we've been doing with this is we've been really helping golfers, um, really develop a process by which that they, by which they can they can get properly aligned. So line up the golf ball with that, and we teach people how to do that. Then you take this putter now that has the same lines, match the lines on the putter to the ball, and now from it's so liberating because you never have to think about alignment. Now you're over a putt, you just think about how hard you want to hit it. It's, it's an incredibly simple innovation that I think is probably the most profound one I've ever been a part of. Wow, that's saying a lot. Sean Toulon, Callaway, and Odyssey joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So it's not foreign, right? This is not, I mean, we've always worked on alignment. We, we, you know, we, whether it was a single line on the golf ball to the single little li- aiming line on your putter or what have you, you were always trying to line something up. So this is just basically saying, okay, here's what we're trying to do. We're not doing a very good job of it, so let's see if we can improve that process and by the yep. way, if we do, you're going to make more putts. And if you make more putts, you're going to have more fun. I, I mean, yeah, that, no, that, that's I, it, right? I think that's a lot of it. There's only about half the golfers in America use the line to line up. And I will tell you, the other half that don't, you should. And I think, um, I think you'll see it because already on tour, we're seeing a lot more people use the triple track ball. We see a lot more people using line. There's going to be a lot more interest in it. When I showed it um, to Mike Shannon, who's probably the – the leading putter putter instructor in uh, in America, he said the first thing he did he called me immediately and he said, first of all, is this legal? And then secondly, he said this is like having a six inch chalk line on every single putt. This is going to revolutionize <laughs> putting for people. But and I know this sounds like a hyperbole, but I'm telling you, every single golfer that I've in these fifteen hundred fits that I've done, I'll bet you there's less than 10 that could align into the middle of the hole from 10 feet. And most of them are, and I have a, I have an aim board there sitting behind the hole. That's, that's got about six, six inches or so on each side of it. I'd say 70% of them are entirely off the board. And when I get them to use the ball and the putter, they almost always go immediately inside the hole. So 
it goes from almost nobody aligning well, I mean, literally almost nobody, to almost everybody aligning great. And it happens in three minutes. It, it's such a, a dramatic improvement. It's, it's incredible. So I know people, some people will say, oh, my God, there's lines, it's busy, it's this and this. Well, let me tell you, without it, you're a bad aligner. With it, you're a phenomenal aligner. What models do you oh. have in the triple track right now? Yep. So the natural was the two ball, right? So we did two ball in two different hosel configurations, one face balance, one with some toe hang. Uh, two ball blade, which we brought back. That one's doing great, and it's got a lot of action on tour. Marksman, our new number 10 in two different hosel configurations. So we've got a total, and uh, we're just launching a new number seven in a couple of different hosel configurations. So we'll have a total of nine different styles to look at. Let me ask you, Sean Toulon, Callaway and Odyssey, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Let me ask you the question, and I'm sure people oppose this to you. With all the the talk about slow play and that type of thing, is there a situation where guys will be, you know, taking more time now? They're trying to line their golf ball up, and now they got to go behind it and try to line the putter up to the golf ball. And then when they stand behind it, they might think, "Oh, that's just off a little bit." And then they're back to lining the ball, then back to lining the putter. Is there any of that discussion that's going on? Well, there is a discussion on that going on, but let me tell you what, this is really simple. It takes a lot less time to two putt or one putt than three putt. So that's for sure. <laughs> and so I think we're going to see that. And when you get, when you work with it a little bit, it's very, very fast to align. So you simply get behind it, um, line up the ball, and then you'll see it. There's a process that the tour pros use now called scoping. So they'll take the shaft. It almost looks like sort of a plumb bob, but you'll see them. They'll kneel behind it and they'll take the putter shaft sort of um, almost parallel to the ground, but not quite, and line up the line to whatever their target line or start line is. And then once they've got that figured out, which takes seconds, then they get over it and they just line the lines to the line on the ball and away you go. So I think actually it's going to speed up play. And I think it could speed up play quite a bit. I like it. I, I thought That's you were awesome. just supposed to stand over the ball and, you know, have, have, having done all your research and plummet or whatever you're going to do, then you stand over the ball and then second guess it and try to manipulate your stroke. I thought that was the way you put it. <laughs> but honestly, that's what golfers do now, right? And, and when I see it, first of all, when I, when I do these sittings, or the team does them because we all do them, uh, and we ask the, the players, well, how do you putt? And they say, well, I'm terrible. And honestly, nobody should be a bad putter. When they say to me they're bad, I just, I kind of want to just give them a hug. You know, it's just like, I mean, to be a good putter, you don't have to be fast or strong or smart or whatever. You just need to have a process. And, um, and this, this system gives you one uh, that's incredibly repeatable. And, and honestly, everybody improves immediately. Mm. And, cool. and then you add this, and then you add the stroke lab to it, and and it helps the stroke even more. Yeah, so I, I thanks for bringing that up, Bob. So the the stroke lab shaft really helps um, kind of smooth out a lot of the inconsistencies that you would have in a stroke. How long your backstroke would be, um, the speed of your and, and overall rhythm and tempo of your stroke, your ability to control to, con, to control the club face. So I mean that's all really important. So I would say. Um, We've, we've really got three technologies in these new putters. One is Stroke Lab, which really attacks inconsistencies in your stroke, and that's done phenomenal. I mean, literally now we have hundreds in play every week on tours worldwide. Number two, we have a firmer insert in these putters that's called MicroHinge Star, and that, that gets you right back to the sound and feel that we had with, 
really the love white hot insert. The difference is it's got about 60 RPMs more forward roll. So it improves the forward roll and the consistency of, and the really the tightness of the roll coming off the putter and now alignment. So, um, I don't know, unless we can figure out the Rodney Dangerfield thing. Um, I think we've got everything I know to put on a putter right now. So, Sean, before we let you go, do you then recommend, because obviously you sell putters without the triple track, uh, is yep. it really just one of those things, look, go, go try it out and see, and if it improves, you know, go with it, and if, and if you don't, if you just don't like it, don't. But, I mean, obviously you sell other options, right, non-triple track options. We do, but I will tell you um, – Triple track will help everybody. There are going to be golfers, lots of them, that will at first, you know, will be slow to ad- adopt if or or not uh, because they're more, you know, traditionalist or purist or whatever. But um, honestly, unless unless you just don't want to make more putts, I would I would try to triple track for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, there goes my Palm <laughs> Beach Toulon uh, putter that I loved last year. Right. <laughs> There could be a there could be a triple track version of that at some point. Okay, all right, I like well, that. Well, but I love that you're coming out with the seven because the seven's all me. <laughs> you're gonna love it too. That thing is awesome. Just coming out, it won't that won't hit the stores until I think about the first part of April. But we're just bringing it out on tour right now, and it's been great. That's Perfect. all right. Bob doesn't play golf till at least June anyway, so that's all good. <laughs> Hey, uh, Sean, right, thanks boy. so much for taking some time, man. We really appreciate it. Great insights, and congrats on the launch uh, all the way around. And uh, it's always fun to talk equipment with you, man. We really, really appreciate it. Enjoy it all the time, you guys. Thanks, and all have right. a great day. All right, you thanks, do as Sean. well. There you go, Sean Toulon, Executive Vice President of Callaway Golf and General Manager of Odyssey, of course, founder of Toulon Design. I mean, that, that, that guy, if, if you want to go to the horse's mouth, so to speak, like that is the guy, right? I mean, you can't go any more – down the line deep dive than talking to Sean Toulon and we appreciate right. him taking some time there you go check out on uh, odysseygolf.com the new triple track putters available at Odyssey or your favorite retail shop all right more of the show continues next this is Brian Taylor there are things in your life that stand out as significant game changers even they impact everything else you do I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something. Uh, something is getting closer. Holy. What the? And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it? Or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension. 
increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers. Not Callaway. Because maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates the the kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball-speed-generating jailbreak technology. New distances out there, it takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Excited to have our next guest on the show. He's a, really kind of an influencer on social media. He's an equipment guru, if you will, former assistant golf professional. Bob, just like you, got his amateur status back last year, so he's out competing <laughs> amongst the uh, the people, the commoners now, as, uh, as we like to be called, the passionate golfers that are you know grinding it out just for a chance to see their name somewhere up near the leaderboard, uh, top of the leaderboard. But uh, Weston Mon is our guest, and also Weston is formerly, uh, as I mentioned, System Pro. Out of Thanksgiving Point, our home golf course, where we had our Real Golf Radio Hoops Vision Studios for many, many years. And, uh, you know, it's kind of fun to to reach back out to Weston. You can check him out on Instagram at WestonMonGolf.com. Hey, Weston, how are you, man? Good. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, it's good to visit with you. You know, since uh, we last saw you, I mean, we, we're now out of the studio. You're out of the golf business uh, as a as a full-time job. But uh, not too long ago, you found yourself on uh, a reality golf TV show with uh, on the Golf Channel, the, the Wilson uh, Driver versus Driver. Uh, talk a little bit about how that experience went. That, that must have been pretty cool. You know, it really was a cool experience. It was season one, and this is the first time Wilson was doing it. And, uh, I mean, the opportunity to submit a driver idea and Wilson say, hey, this thing's got some legs, uh, that was really exciting. And, you know, through the process, you know, I think they had over 300 applicants, and I made it to the top 12. And through that reality experience, we helped refine and design a driver and uh, funny enough, through that process of filming and R&D, the design that I had put together was actually pretty much released by two driver companies at the same time. And that was actually one of the reasons I got eliminated from the show. Uh, so, But it was a really cool experience to get a behind-the-curtain look at driver design, what was important, and, and how companies were doing it today. 
So what, I mean, how, how, did you always have a knack for this or did you just decide to throw in and, and what, what technology uh, fascinated you or, or you thought might work uh, to help improve drivers? Yeah. So I, I just grew up with an engineering background in high school. So I did drafting instead of like metal shop or wood shop, but, uh, so it was uh, mechanical drafting that, that kind of spurred my interest in, in golf club design. And, uh, and then on the show, I, you know, at, at the time there were sliding weights on drivers, but they were only moving heel to toe. And I thought, why don't we move this thing from face to back? And so there was nothing like it on the market. And then through that filming, Cobra released the F6 Plus driver and TaylorMade released their their, uh, M1 driver. So that was uh, a pretty humbling experience. Um, You know, it's not like I had an inside track to TaylorMade or Cobra, but, you know, they released that technology before I did. So it was fun to know that I was on track. Drivers really are the cool things and and the things that they're doing with drivers right now, you know, you look at uh, Callaway with their artificial intelligence and and some of the others. So um, tell us what what you're thinking or your direction with drivers. What do you think it's going towards? You know, it's getting better and better. And I know a lot of people have um, some feelings about the marketing departments with these major manufacturers. Um, but in reality, as you look at driver design and how it's progressing, you know, three years ago, they didn't have the science and technology for material design that would allow them to make the drivers that we have today. So they really are progressing and they really are getting better. And, and in particular, the Callaway Maverick driver with their AI face, if you saw that structure behind the hitting area, you, it looks like a wrinkled sheet. But through computer analysis, I mean, to be able to design something like that, an engineer would never think to sculpt a face like that uh, to allow uh, hitting areas to become hotter and, and have better ball speeds across the face. So driver design in general is just it's always ramping up and it, it really is getting better and better every year. So basically what you're saying is if you've got a driver that's a few years old, you're probably missing out on some of the new technology and perhaps some leaving some, some yards in the bag. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, fitting is really important, but I want to tell you the experience I had. I was testing just three months ago, I was testing the Cobra F9 driver. Very new driver. The speed zone, I think, was announced just that week, and I wanted to test it out. And so I went on a launch monitor and the best ball speed I could get on it was about 176 miles per hour. That was my max, but I was averaging about like 172. Uh, and then just today I went and tested the new TaylorMade Sim driver and that thing is hot. And so this is just the difference between last year and this year. And my average ball speed on the Sim was 177 and I maxed out at 182. And wow. I had never sniffed 182 in my life. And that's like, that's like Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy territory. And, uh, and so to have a driver have that much improvement, get an extra five mile per hour ball speed, um, that, that's pretty big. Yeah. I mean, that equates, what is every, every mile an hour of ball speed equates to like three? what three? Was, is it three yards, five uh, yards so on. It's actually based on club head speed. If you can get one more, mile per hour club at speed it's three to five yards but on the ball speed okay i don't know that ratio yeah interesting mm. 
Yeah, I knew there was something along that with one of those speeds and as it relates yep. to distance. So, uh, yeah, you know, it is interesting, though, right, uh, Weston? I mean, you mentioned that uh, some people question marketing teams and things like that. But here, here's what I've always maintained. And we've been fortunate to work with some great companies over the years that we've been doing the show. To me, you have to, first of all, you have to have a product that works. Second, you've got to have a story. And if there's not a story around your product, then, then you're really missing a big segment of the market because we, mm-hmm. let's face it, we're, we're, we are consumers. We, we want to we know that what we're getting is the cool thing. And we want to know that there's something behind what we're paying for, right? Because, uh, I, I, so I've always contended that y- you can't just have a cool story if you don't have a great performing product. So first things, figure out a, a product that's going to work. Keep innovating and making it better, which means more forgiving and more distance. Those are the two keys with drivers, right? And so if you can do those two things and you have a great marketing story behind it, put some flashy graphics, whatever you want to call it, yeah, that that is only going to enhance your ability in the marketplace to capitalize on on sales. And so uh, to me, you know, those that go straight after the marketing guys saying, oh, it's just this or that, you know what? It's not. It has to be both or it's not going to be successful, huh? Oh, absolutely. And and if you look at it from just a corporate standpoint, you've got engineers in the back room trying to make the best golf clubs possible. If they weren't making incremental improvements, they're not going to be employed. So you, you really have to realize that they're doing everything they can to make things better. And they actually are. Yeah, no doubt. Weston Mon at Weston Mon Golf on Instagram. Yeah. If you want to check him out, uh, you and uh, about thirteen thousand of your friends can join Weston and follow in this cool stuff. I was looking at, I was perusing your your Insta page, and you've got some some good stuff on there. I noticed you use some launch monitor. What's your what's your launch monitor of choice? Did you throw down for a TrackMan or or what do you like to use? Oh man, well, TrackMan would be great, but I just can't find that twenty grand line around. <laughs> right? Um, no, I I'm actually a flight. Scope Mevo Ambassador. So I'm a consumer like everybody else, and the Flight Scope Mevo is a launch monitor for under 500 bucks. So I set up a hitting bay in my basement, and this little credit card sized launch monitor tracks ball speed, spin rate, launch, and a couple other factors. And so I can go in my basement for the whole winter, and it's obviously pretty snowy up here in Utah, but um, yeah, I stay loose, try to get 100 swings in a day, and I start working on my gapping. So uh, I love the flight scope Mevo. They just released a new one, the Mevo plus, which is a game changer uh, that comes in at two grand and does integrate with a lot of great technology like true golf and E six for golf course uh, simulation. Um, but yeah, launch monitors, if you really want to take it to the next level, that that's a great place to start with the Mevo. Yeah. We just talked about Brian, that. Did you hear about what he said about gapping? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how far you hit your club so you can get those dialed in. Yeah, we talked about that last week on the show with the PGA yeah, we show. Did, you know, we? Too many guys yep. look at total carry or total distance and not actual carry, right? And that's the gapping that you have to look at so you know exactly how far you hit it. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I love it, man. And by the way, love the technology in, you know, that they're making more of an entry level offering in the launch monitors because it is fun to tinker. And uh, again, check out Weston Mon on Instagram at Weston Mon Golf. Uh, you can check him out there and, and find out more about that. Hey, Weston, thanks for your time, man. Good insights and uh, best of luck as you continue uh, down this path of promoting golf and engineering. And, and uh, you know, all, all of it helps the game. So we appreciate that. It's fun to chat with you. Hey, thanks so much. Pleasure. There you Thanks, go, Weston Mon. Check him out on Instagram at Weston Mon Golf is where you can find him. And uh, yeah, really, really cool stuff. He's got a ton of followers. Does some really nice stuff. All right, we'll take a short break. More real golf continues next.
Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer, let you into golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf. Featuring special holiday offers from Titleist. Save on Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX golf balls for only $39.99 a dozen. And save $30 on Titleist Boki SM7 wedges for only $119.99. And while you're there, register to win free golf balls for a year. You into golf offers an exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee. You into golf, helping golfers' holiday dreams come true since 1971. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. That's going to wrap it up for us. Another edition of Real Golf Radio. Thanks to everyone who joined us. Uh, Weston Mon, Sean Toulon, talking uh, equipment. Also, the caddy, Jaime Diaz. Uh, appreciate that as well. If you missed any part of the show, uh, follow us on our social channels, at Real Golf is where you can check us out on Twitter, at Real Golf Radio, on Instagram and Facebook, and the show available at all of your favorite podcaster sites. Bob, coming up next week, it is the... Old Crosby Clambake. Jim Nance yeah. will be there, and it's AT&T Pro-Am. We get to see some celebrities. We get to see some amateurs out there trying to grind it. Everybody will complain about people's handicaps of the rich and famous. But, hey, uh, it's, <laughs> always, uh, it's always a good time out there in Pebble Beach. 
It is. Pebble Beach, Spyglass, and Monterey Peninsula Country Club. Uh, Not a better place that you could go to. I have fond memories of going there when my dad played that event, and uh, and he won it a couple times. So I was going to ask you how many times. It's a it's a pretty cool place. Um, One of one of my favorite places in the whole wide world as far as golf and everything that goes along with it. It's uh, the golf courses are spectacular. You can't beat the setting. Can be a little bit cool out there, but uh, I'll tell you what, man, it is. It's a it's a great party, different atmosphere, but a party nonetheless. The old Crosby Clambake AT and T Pro Am coming up next week on the PGA Tour for Dave Glauser, our producer, and Bob Casper and Brian Taylor. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. It's been real. 